1: back to the show and today I'm excited to bring to you part two of my interview with the phenomenal Masajadi.
2: Over time I learned to uh, uh, you know shut it down and use it properly like I do now so, and this is where I get uh, the abilities of like I could just analyze you sorry you don't That's have to right. tell me anything uh, and then you know just peel it you know and the importance of that is like it gets down to the top level reason or the root reason on why you have the issues that you do. And a lot of times it's not because it's the surface level issue. You know, a lot of people think I, you know, you get divorced because of X, Y, and Z, for example, or you're you're not making money because of X, Y, and Z. And then you try to fix X, Y, and Z. But the underlying factor is it could be ancient. It could be your family's patterns, right? that that is um, that is distorting you disorienting you. So. so now
1: this is how you help people and
2: that's oh yeah yeah it's more than full-time absolutely <laughs> that, uh, yeah millions of people a couple hundred thousand downloads on my podcast uh, um, like three four five months waiting list to come see me on a private session but you don't have to see me in a private session to 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 transform, uh, my abilities have changed so much that I can transform you or reprogramming you because uh, that's what I do. Uh, I literally rewire your genetic makeup from what I see. And that's where the computer programming comes in, Sarah. So it's like I had to understand the logistics of like computer coding because that's the way I see people. I just I, I literally see you as programming because we are programs we we might call it like habits right or hereditary patterns i just call it programs so and i see oh it's like this is the glitch in your program let's fix it and then almost immediately a lot of people transform i bet that a lot of people listening to this although i'm not even like working on you um you're present the people the listeners although even if it's recorded a lot of the, your listeners will start to shift just from listening to this um, uh, this broadcast. That's how powerful it gets. So, I know it sounds crazy.
1: I, I'm a huge fan. I know you've got millions yeah. of followers around the world. So, I mean, I, I'm there with you. So for people listening who are heartbroken, maybe they've been mm-hmm. betrayed. I know a yes. lot of my followers are in a really dark place right now and it's overwhelming. Absolutely. And this sounds amazing. So how can they make the most of this? How can they tune into this and, and, you know, start to see some of those transformations?
2: One of the first things you can do is, again, don't really analyze the problem because the problem that you think is a problem is most likely not the problem, you know? Say like if your brakes, um, you know, if you're driving a car and then you think your brakes are the problem, right? Uh, And it's not. You know, it might be totally something totally different. And you keep working on the brakes and you keep fixing your brakes. And it's like your car still has that problem. It's like, well, wait a second. It's probably not the brakes, (laughs) you know, and I say this because it's like, oh, you know, that person uh, has to get out of my life. And then and then the next relationship, it turns into the same damn type of relationship. Over and over and over again. That's what I'm saying. It might not be the person that you're dating, but you start to analyze yourself. So the one key question I think people can ask themselves, outside of what I do for them, which is a lot faster, is like, because I'll I could tell you right away. It's like, hey, you know, this is what's going on. with um, you. But the one key question that you, you know you can ask yourself is like, okay, what key patterns am I running that's allowing this situation to attract into my life? So. Again, what key patterns am I running that is allowing this type of situation to get attracted into my life? So, and you just leave it open, and then you'll start to see the bigger, deeper reasons. And it's like, oh wow, that's what's happening to me. You know, my mother had this pattern, and you know, and I was working on this woman, and she was really guilty. She felt guilty and shameful that she's had like. Like, like she had, and she didn't even want to admit it, but, you know, when you have a session with me, I see everything, you know, and and it's like, did you lose a few kids? You know, it's like, no, I didn't. It's like, well, obviously, you know, you can tell. I mean, I can tell it's as clear as day, like the way I'm seeing you, Sarah, right. Uh, You know, with your black blouse on and all that, you know, white background, I see the exact issue. I see it clear as day probably even more clear than I actually see you uh that's how clear my abilities are on pinpointing you know what's going on with you so you know I see that and and, and, uh,
1: so now I really want to know what what, what that is right can you share um, that with me will you share it
2: with me with you do you want to hear or like in a uh, maybe in a private session because I get really personal. <laughs> so. Oh,
1: okay. Okay. We'll do that in a okay. I mean, I'm fascinated yeah. now.
2: So I tapped into her and it's like, and then she says, no. And then, you know, I, I see it's like, Oh, you know, your back structure is like a lot like your mom's, you know? Cause I was kind of easing her into it. It's like, it's like, yeah, it's, my, it's like your mom has back problems. You have back problems. It's like, yeah. Uh, you know, and, and then, you know, I, I see, you know, physical issues that people have and all that, you know, so I compare, you know, where she gets her hereditary patterns. So I was, again, I was easing her in. And and then again, that thing came out. It's like, it's like, are you sure you didn't lose some kids? And then finally she broke down and this is where the guilt came in for her. It's like, and then she broke down and it's like, okay, I had three abortions, you know, and very like, you know, protective. It's like, hey, you know, there's no judgment. I'm just seeing the patterns that destroy you. I go, um, and I go, you know, just like your mom's back issues and, you know, whatever else that you've inherited, you know, we inherit a lot of things from our parents. You know, if you, in fact, if you ask your mom, it's like your mom lost a few kids, right? Uh, And she goes, yeah, she did, you know, And, and I go, well, those were abortions, you know, so it's a hereditary parent. And, and I go, your grandmother lost a few kids. So in their family pattern, it's the sense of losing kids, whether it's through abortion or whether it's through a loss of somehow, you know, the kid, you know, the, the infant didn't make it. Whatever it is, it's the pattern is dictates that the women in this family has to lose their kids, at least a few. Does that make sense to you? So it's a sense of loss. It's a sense of loving something in this example. Uh, it's a sense of loving something, love something that you cherish that gets lost for you. And then basically, you know, you regret it for the rest of your life. That's the underlying pattern that this woman would run. And because of that, her relationships weren't working out well, because every man that she had would somehow... They'd be at their pinnacle of their, say, relationship, and somehow the guy would just, like, disappear. Why? Because that pattern would have to fulfill a sense of loss since she didn't have a kid. Does that make sense to you, how the patterns dictate? Uh, and, And then it's like, well, I don't know why relationships don't work out for me, Moss. It's like, well, if you're running a sense of loss and your programming is... In order for me to exist in this life, my programming is that something that I cherish and love dearly has to be taken away from me. If that pattern is dictated, it runs no matter what your belief system is, no matter what it is, uh, it operates that way. You can't change those patterns. I can change. You can change it once you're aware of it, uh, by the way. But most people, what they do is, again, they fix the outer you know, it's like, I've tried dating services. I've tried this and I've tried that, uh, you know, and still nothing. Well, that's the reason why is like you have to, again, sacrifice what you love and cherish. So you remove that pattern. And in a very short time, she actually came back to one of her, um, her last love. Because they were still connected somehow. And, you know, uh, I don't know to this day, but, the, you know, again, they got connected because that pattern it was gone for her, so and I could tell you well, hundreds of thousands of stories because I've I've done hundreds of thousand client sessions, by the way. So, but Absolutely. you know, you get to the base point of what's going on with people, um, even for you. Uh, and again, we'll talk about that in in private if you don't mind, because we do we get you know I do get detailed uh, information so. Um, but uh well just to read if do you do you mind if I read you just the surface layer on why yes, you're so successful? Absolutely. Okay. So for most people, and again, I'll just give you generalities for you, uh just because we're on, you know, public. Um, but you know, th- th- there's a pattern that you, you know, you're a problem solver. So, you know, the issues that you have. Uh, you you know, especially in relationships over and over and over again, is like, okay, I have this relationship issue in my family, because it goes deeper than just your pattern, by the way. Uh, And it almost skips a generation from what I'm seeing as well. So yeah, from what I'm seeing, yeah, it skips a generation. It's kind of weird. So you, uh, Sarah, get the brunt of the family patterns, or the family distortions of how uh, intimacy works and how relationship works. Does that make sense to you? You've gotten, fate dumped on, uh, as far as genetic makeup. And then what you do, your other aspect your other programming is you're a problem solver. It's like, okay, I've got this problem. I'm not going to let it, let me down. Even as a young child, I see you fixing things or giving solutions to, to people like six, seven, eight years old. It's like, well, you know, daddy, why don't you do this? And And it's like, you know, your mom or dad would go, who the hell is this girl? You know, that kind of pattern. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm just, I'm just reading your, you know, your, your, your background uh, for you. Uh, and it's like, and then that's your identity. You're a fixer. You know, people come to you with problems and it's like you're fixing and you have this intuitive sense, a very, very deep intuitive sense that I can tell you where it comes from. Uh, but again, not here. Uh, and it's like, so you get this deeper connection. Um. Yeah, from a near-death, but it's not your near-death experience. uh, That goes, oh, I know the problem. I know the solution to this, the physical aspect of it. And then, so you've turned it around into a success mechanism for what you do now to help people. And by the way, Sarah, you know, yeah, you explain a lot of things and all that, but it's your presence that actually heals people or helps people move forward. I mean, your content is really great from what I've seen. Again, that's the logistic side. But how you really help people is, again, your presence or your essence when you interact with people. Uh, and you can ask any of your audience and they'll go, yep, say, there's something special about Sarah. That's So that's that key. That's something special about you, hun, is what gives you the solutions, even when you were a little kid, like four or five, six years old. right? And you've used that, you've honed it just like I have with my near-death, you've honed it, again, to uh, create fantastic solutions for people.
1: Wow. Yes. I mean, that's resonating. And I'm feeling like I'm buzzing, like I'm, ho- I'm suddenly quite warm. Is that normal? Well, <laughs>
2: yes, <laughs> because in order for me to read you or scan you, as I call it, I would have to like open up your files, uh, and that's what you're, that's what you're experiencing. Um, the cool thing about what I do, too, Sarah, is that you don't have to have a belief system. You don't even have to believe me because I have literally admin privileges um, uh, to anybody. Literally. I can read and analyze anybody dead or alive. I know it sounds kind of crazy, but it really, well, very precisely, by the way. So, and I just say that because some people get scared. It's like, what if he finds out everything about me? Well, the universe already knows everything about you. <laughs> I'm just that filter, that that mouthpiece that goes, hey, this is what the universe sees in you, <laughs> despite what you see in yourself. So, and I don't use it to harm people. You know, my abilities would literally get shut down at the level that I'm at, you can't use abilities to harm destroy control or anything like that uh, there's no need to there's no sense to do that because there's plenty of abundance and love and joy out there for the taking actually, so I don't need any you know anybody else's so. Um, so
1: you touched on love there, and that obviously is a is a key word in my work yes. and you know a lot of my listeners will sort of feel that they've mm-hmm. lost that love from their partner. Yes. Um, a lot of the
3: people that I work with are looking for love what's your opinion your view on that are you struggling to cope with your breakup or divorce are you feeling devastated heartbroken sad and anxious if so please know that you are not alone and there is help available sarah davison best known as the divorce coach and her team of accredited coaches are here to offer you the support and guidance you need to navigate all areas of your breakup take back your control and start feeling happy again sarah will show you how to dial down those controlling negative emotions unhook from your ex get back in the driving seat of your life and design a future you are excited to live. Sarah has a range of solutions to support any breakup, including free guides, one-to-one coaching, her Heartbreak to Happiness virtual retreats, live retreats, and you can even train to be a breakup and divorce coach with Sarah too. Visit www.sarahdavison.com today and start to feel happy again. What's your opinion,
1: your view on that? Because obviously love is a, you know, you're talking about abundant love. I'm feeling it's not the same thing. What, what, what are we missing?
2: Well, yeah, so, you know, I'm, I'm a science guy. I'm a computer programmer, you know, and, and the variables have to be really defined. And that's why I think the background of being a computer programmer is highly important because if you're off with like say one line of code, your whole program doesn't work out well. Does that make sense to you? And that's why I'm so precise. So first we have to define love. Uh, And I'll just give you an example. Say that you've been abused in your family somehow, psychologically, physically, sexually, whatever it is, right? Uh, And the only way, and I'll just make it more specific and I'll just pick on, okay. So something that really resonates with your audience is that, yeah, about 60, 70% maybe a bit more, Um, so is that there's been a lot of turmoil uh, in the environment that they grew up in, okay? So their family dynamics or their hereditary patterns, you know, grandparents, parents, and so on like that, say not the best, the best icons of a strong male or strong female, okay? Uh, And you go, well, that's pretty general. Yes, so it'll get more specific. So, So again, say they've gotten abused You know, sexually, psychologically, and so on, like that. But the key factor is that without the abuse or without the distortions, what happens is that they didn't get any other type of attention. So a lot of your audiences have been left alone, so to speak, or they they'll feel isolated. By the way, Um, uh, and there's different levels of isolation. So basically, without say, and we'll just label it as abuse whether it's extreme or, you know, very minor. So, uh, and then, you know, cause I don't want to get into specifics, but so you've so, and then you don't even get abused anymore. You'll feel really isolated. Does that make sense? People don't pay attention to you anymore. You'll just feel like, like what the hell is wrong with me? So most of your audiences have a need, a deep need to connect to somebody. By the way, you attract people like that. And that's why your audience is like that. You have, your audience has a deep need to connect with you, but you do it really well. Very impressive. You still have that, uh, you know, say obligation for them to allow you to connect, but you don't destroy yourself. So you're doing it really well. But that deep need to connect, right? If they don't get that deep need, what happens is, they start to write an equation for them and their equation or their programming is like for me to um, so they've been abused and that's how they got attention. Okay. Now there's no attention. There's no love. So it's like, Oh, for me to create attention and love, I need to get shortchanged. I need to get abused. So that's the equation for love. So love equals in this scenario. And you guys might want to just write it down. And And I know some of you is like, God, I hate that guy, Moss. You know, it's not me that you're hating. <laughs> guys, literally, it's, I'm just bringing out the truth. You're, you know, and you're hating to see the truth. So for you, love equals, well, I need to get abused. So that's, I hate to say, that's a fucked up definition of love. <laughs> Does that make sense? You know, so you have to really define what love is. You know, so in your family value system, you know, again, love equals abuse. I have to get abused. I have to shortchange myself. I have to not trust myself. I have to lose my identity for the sake of others. That's the next half for the people. Most of the people in your audience is like, okay, okay. I have to shortchange myself, right? I have to get somehow get shortchanged to feel love or be in a relationship. Because now love, it's not about love anymore. It's just, I just need somebody around me. If that makes sense to you, right? You, it's like, forget love. I can't stand being alone. Because if you're alone, it's like you feel a void, right? And you feel the void, it's like, shit, I'll take anybody, including that, that, that person that'll abuse me somehow. Okay, And then they threaten to leave. Or it's like you feel fearful that you're leaving. They're going to leave. So what do you do? You start to sacrifice yourself. That's the next pattern I see in your, uh, and again, tell me if I'm accurate. Um, But uh, a lot of clients that you work with, there's a lot of sacrifice in there, right? It's like, shit. I know who I am. A lot of you, again, you know, because you're intuitive enough. It's like, but I can't bring that out. And to be, in order for me to stay in this person for some reason or another, uh, and you might think, it. well, I don't have the money to move out. I don't have this to, that's not the case. Uh, a lot of times you're very insecure enough and, uh, and you just don't have, say, the confidence to be alone on your own. So, and then a representation of that would be, lack of money to support your own self. Because I've helped a ton of people recreate themselves and money does come in. But anyway, so so love is bypassed because a lot of people don't marry for love. They marry for that underlying reason that I just talked about. Uh, And then it's like, well, I'm bypassing love. I'm bypassing my self-identity of who I really am because I'm gonna sacrifice myself to transform into somebody that I'm not so this person can stay with me. How long does that last? You've done that yourself, Sarah, from what I've seen. Right? I have. And then some, <laughs> at least three times. Yeah, three times. Uh, and each time it got worse and worse. Each With each relationship, it got worse. Like, shit, I have to give more of myself? And the way you are, you know, you're a fighter, it's like, and that last time is like, hell no. <laughs> I'm not doing that again. And that's where you just go, there has to be another way to, you know, to find a solution for not only me, but then for, you know, all the, you know, all the people that, you know, you work with. It's like, okay, so you actually saw the pattern within yourself. So that makes sense. So that, so that's basically the gist. So one, most people define love erratically. It's not that pure love, Um, What do they call that? Unconditional love, right? Um, In the universe, and I always work with first definitions because you always want to come back to the first definition on why what love means. So the first definition is the purest form of the definition, if you want to call it defined by a God, okay? Or I would call it, you know, pure source or the universe. It's there for your benefit, but then as it gets filtered down, like I said right? You're, you're wanting that craving love, but in this environment, it's pretty harsh. So you have to sacrifice yourself to get love in its purest definition. Love should set you free and you, there should be no sacrifice, but you can't create this the way most people run their programs. Does that make sense for you?
1: Yeah. I think You know, a lot of my listeners from their comments and our conversations, they're looking for that love to fill some of the gaps in themselves.
2: Yes, absolutely. So they think that love because they're still running from that pure form, unconditional love, basically, but the way they're seeing it or their vehicle to get love let's say it's got a lot of flat tires and the engine's not working, you know, so you're not going to go too far, Um, you know, and then it's like you have to hitchhike <laughs> and that's where the problem comes in. Right. So. Um, I mean,
1: Mas, you are a phenomenal. I mean, I think you're incredible. Thank you so thank much you. for sharing. I mean, I could talk to you for hours, but I know you're a very busy man and yes. I, I just want to say thank you so much because actually, you know, some of the things you've said to me say, I mean, I'm buzzing and it's hard for me to even talk now because I'm feeling so many emotions that will positive emotions and will yes. go.
2: Yes, absolutely. Which is good. And even, like I said, your audience will do that as well. Just listening to this. Um, um, and, you know, with that, you know, again, you've, you, and just one last thing here for you, you, you know, your problem is say is still there. You've created a, a beautiful masterpiece. A beautiful mansion on top. But so, you know, for, for you, hon, what if you could just get rid of that foundation, get rid of that stuff that's still there? You know, the masterpiece or the solution that you've created, which is beautiful, that can that can like flourish even more for you. Does that make sense to you? Absolutely,
1: yeah. So well, I mean, so many questions I have, but unfortunately we don't have the time today. But I want to say thank you so much. I think you're incredible. I know my listeners would have got so much from this. How can people find you, Mas? How can they follow you?
2: Oh, yeah, there's plenty of ways. Mas on Sunday, uh, it's on YouTube. It's, if you go to masajati.live, it'll take you to the YouTube channel. Uh, there you can find a ton of stuff uh, that's free. You can listen to it. Basically, on, it, it answers the questions on why life is. Um, I actually did a 13 ways to heal your love pain Uh, if you I think for your listeners we can maybe create a special link uh, and we can send you that free so it's 13 topics uh, like you know why did why did my spouse cheat on me you know all the 13 things Um, so you know we can send that uh, to you all as well so we'll we'll give you a link for that uh, um, which is really powerful by the way uh, the Moss experience, which is the best you. Um, you, you'll see me on a love event, you know, coming up in uh, February. Uh, that's, that's going to be really powerful for you. There's lots of ways. If you go to my website, masajati.com, um, the 18 day meditations, if you want to really start, start out now, 18 day hyper meditations, I call them. Uh, all you have to do is listen and your life will transform in the 18 days. That's how powerful it is. So,
1: thank you mass you have been beyond a fabulous guest thank you so much for your time
2: well thank you sarah thanks for having me
1: that's it for today's episode be sure to head on over to massajadi.com to find out more about mass i certainly will be there myself and i look forward to you joining me on my next episode
0: That's it for today's episode of Heartbreak to Happiness. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review to win a free ticket to one of Sarah's virtual retreats. The retreats are a transformative combination of live webinars with Sarah herself, coupled with empowering online video programs designed to help you cope better with your breakup and start feeling happy again. For more details, head on over to heartbreaktohappinesspodcast.com, where you can also get a copy of Sarah's free gift. Thank you and join us again on the next episode for another dose of heartbreak to happiness.